Welcome to The Dive Podcast, presented by Willamette Week, where every Saturday we discuss the biggest news stories of the week with Portland's noisiest newsmakers, savviest culturistas, and some of the best journalists in the game. I'm your host, Brianna Wheeler, and I want to hear from you. So send your questions and comments to me, bwheeler at wweek.com. All right, y'all. Enjoy the show. Happy Pride, y'all. In this week's edition of Willamette Week, we are celebrating stories of pride with some of our favorite LGBTQ plus artists and performers, including today's guest, legendary showgirl Jayla Rose Sullivan, a local burlesque slash cabaret slash contemporary dancer who stole the show as Lizzo's only trans contestant on her reality show, Watch Out for the Big Girls. It's Saturday, June 4th, and this is episode 74 of The Dive. What does pride mean to you? That's the big question of this week's cover package. And though the themes overlap, of course there's not just one answer. The LGBTQ experience isn't monolithic. It's diverse and complex. It's public and private, and it's everywhere, all the time, (laughs) whether you live under the rainbow or in a state where the word gay is illegal. Today's guest, Jayla Rose, has been a nightlife entertainer since the early 2010s. She was a beloved fixture at Hamburger Mary's and Sinferno before competing on the dance competition Watch Out for the Big Girls, where she presented herself to the world as the dancing diva that she is. Legendary status, honestly. She is now a trans icon nationwide, and we love to see it. Jayla Rose and I will dish on trans representation, drag versus burlesque, and the fabulous fabulosity of cabaret outreach in just a moment. But first, Here's three things I learned from this week's edition of Willamette Week. Betsy Johnson made a surprise appearance at TEDx Portland, where she parroted NRA talking points and got booed. But more than just bad taste, some attendees think that what Betsy and TEDx did is dead-ass illegal. The Oregon Department of Justice received several complaints that TEDx violated tax code Nonprofits are prohibited from participating in political campaigns. It forwarded those complaints to the IRS. And then, when Willamette Week's Rachel Monahan reached out to Johnson three days after the TEDx debacle, her previous hardline stance against gun control pivoted to something, well, a little bit softer, when she said she'd support stronger background checks and more in-school counseling. Hey, bets. My kid doesn't go to school anymore, and I've stopped trying to make him. Want to guess why? A psychiatric ward's shuttering in Coos Bay means less mental health services for an already overloaded system. Nigel Jaquist reports on how one person's revolving door treatment exposed the crisis in our state's mental health system that's almost certainly going to exacerbate conditions throughout Oregon. And that's what I learned from this week's edition of Willamette Week. Oof, heavy, but... I have a panacea. Let's experience some of the joy that is living your authentic life and loving your authentic self with Jayla Rose. Um, Happy Pride. Happy Pride to you. I'm ready for the festivities to begin. Oh, and congratulations <laughs> on the your star-making turn on Watch Out for the Big Girls. Thank you. I'm very... Uh, I think I'm still reeling it in, to be honest with you. I'm still processing, like, how mind-blowing of an experience that was and continuing to be. I haven't 
been the host of this podcast very long, you know, only a couple of months. And we recently okay. were looking at like the data of who our listeners were. And we realized that it was kind of like mostly 30 year old straight dudes who are super into politics. So we're going to start. Oh. Yeah, we're going to. Well, honey, I'm hosting the podcast now. So, <laughs> you know, you know, for readers who aren't familiar, I just want to start from the ground floor. Can you, yeah, as an expert, um, describe what burlesque dance is? So uh, burlesque is an art of seduction, being playful. There's a little bit of a strip tease, not always taking clothes off, but burlesque, you could be putting clothes on. Um, it's all about selling yourself as a performer, um, whether... You know, you're doing a top 40 song or living in like that glam, you know, 40 pinup movement. It's all about kind of enveloping that song and making it your own and kind of being a siren to um, whoever's in that audience. Walk me through one of your routines. What will a typical routine include? So it truly, like, it always changes, um, but there's always... I find myself get um, a little awkward when I try to be like all like slow and sensual. Um, however, uh, my background was you know always dance, so you will see a lot of technicality like as a dancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will see splits. You will see pasties. You will see me tumble. Kind of a hodgepodge of. <laughs> different elements to my performance i remember um seeing you at hamburger mary's the old hamburger mary's and i think sinferno also um and it was so thrilling to see you dancing uh on lizzo's reality show because you're you're so one of portland's legendary children um how did it feel Um, the big question is, how did it feel to be the only trans contestant on such a popular show? You know, it, to be quite honest, I said in a couple interviews before, um, I almost didn't go out for the show. Um, you know, truth be told, like, you see reality TV and you don't know how somebody like myself would be depicted. You know, is it going to be, you know, almost like a, like an element of fun or, you know, somebody, somebody to poke, you know, jabs at or whatever the case is. But then I also had a look at who the face of the show was and what she stood for. Um, so to be able to take a part in that and then, you know, see, like, looking back, like, at, like, the actual open casting calls. She was specifically looking for not just cisgendered women, but trans women. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I think I glazed past that part just because I automatically assumed that I wouldn't, I didn't belong there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so being able to have that opportunity and share space with, you know, nine other beautiful women and, you know, getting to work with the choreographers and obviously getting to work with Lizzo was truly just beautiful and empowering and I just hope that 
you know, it kind of creates a conversation with other, you know, trans or gender nonconforming people that, you know, we deserve to take up space and we deserve to be seen because we are valid. Mm-hmm. What has it been like to kind of, now you've kind of been thrust into this position of representation. Is that super heavy? Is it uh, freeing? Is it liberating? What, is, what does that feel like? Um, to be honest, the only way that I feel like I can truly describe it is it's beautifully chaotic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I, again, I never saw myself in a position like this. Yeah. Or, you know, being given this platform to, you know, be a person of representation for a community that I've been a part of for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so to have that um, kind of looming on my shoulders, like, I was just like, okay, well, like, this is amazing. This is nerve-wracking. But it's also really, really surreal and really beautiful because there has been so much of a, of a positive response mm-hmm. to it. Um, and to me, I mean, obviously there's naysayers. Obviously there's people that are going to say whatever they want about me or the next girl that took part in that show. Mm-hmm. But to be that voice and to be that representation that hasn't been represented, that I never got is Again, just beautifully chaotic. So awesome. Beautifully chaotic is such a good term. <laughs> you should write your <laughs> memoirs and call it beautifully chaotic. Um, so you've been a Portland performer for a while. Um, what did the, um, like, how did you develop this career in uh, the Portland burlesque scene? Well, so to be fair, I, when I moved out here back in uh, 2011, um, I had moved out here on a whim with my best friend at the time, and I was like, you know, I need to buckle down, I need to get serious, like, you know, back home, like, there really wasn't much of an opportunity for, you know, somebody to make a living off of solely being a performer. Like, mm-hmm. everyone has, you know, had to have some other steady flow of income. Where did you move from? I moved here from Buffalo. From Buffalo. So Western New York represents. Represents. Uh, but there wasn't that opportunity there. And so I hung up my heels and was like, you know, I got to be serious. I'm buckled down, especially being in a new city, away from family. So I was just, I hit the ground running and was working. And then I started getting an itch to perform again. And uh, I remember back when I was uh, helping to supervise Spartacus, downtown, um, Isaiah Esquire had come in uh, to pick up a couple costume pieces, and then a coworker at the time was like, oh, well, you should get to know them, they're a dancer, you know, they're super connected, like, just bounce ideas off of performing, like, you know, they're, they know what they're doing. Yeah. So then, I started off just doing guest performances, and then went on to be an cast, um, at Hamburger Mary's, and then when Caravan of Glam started, um, I was touring with that, and not only performing locally, but we would be gone um, at least half of the month going to smaller towns, um, mainly on the like the West Coast of things, but like very 
to do parts like, you know, Billings, Montana, and um, Pocatello, Idaho, and Idaho Falls, and Provo, Utah. Like, these towns that didn't really have that much um, queer representation, mm-hmm. and we would perform there. And then, you know, fast forward now, it's just kind of been working with some of the same people and producing different shows and putting them on and performing and it just kind of snowballed. So uh, the Caravan of Glam, that was just like a touring production, a performance production? Yeah, so um, it was a queer-based cabaret where we had um, a core for performers where it was myself, it was Isaiah Esquire, Johnny Nariel, and Ecstasy Inferno who um, was the host of the show. And it was um, through, like, Justin Buckle's production and ecstasy. And we would rotate through different drag artists, surf performers, burlesque, um, live vocalists. And it would be a different show um, each time that somebody came to it. And we would just travel all around to, you know, smaller cities, some bigger ones, um, and just... uh, fundraise and give back to like local LGBTQIA plus organizations as well as you know high school GSAs and stuff like that so it was a really beautiful time. What would what advice would you give to um you know a trans or a gender non-conforming kid who who is trying to navigate a career in the performing arts? I feel like you know just like how when we would go into these smaller cities and we would give back financially, you know, to organizations that would, you know, either promote the shows or just open up their hearts and their spaces for us to have these dialogues with youth and, you know, different organizations, you have to have that, um, I guess that mindset where you can open up for yourself as well. Um, Because, I mean, I think the one thing, especially being in, you know, the LGBTQ community is there's so many factors on the outside that want to say no to you, Mm. but you have to say yes to yourself. Mm. You have to be able to, you know, know that, you know, you deserve to perform. You deserve to be seen or heard or whatever that case is um, and know that you're not alone in it because there's a whole broadened community that will have your back. What does um what does Pride Month mean to you? To me, I feel like that's kind of a, it's a hard question to answer because being an openly trans woman, like, you know, I, I take pride in who I am like year round yeah. and I can't hide who I am. However, it, it opens up this whole realm for hopeful and possible more acceptance. Yeah. Uh, it gives people a reason to celebrate. You know, it's not just about the the circuit parties or the, you know, block parties or what's going on at the festival. Like, it's a broader meaning than that. It's, you go to a, you know, the Pride Parade and you're seeing, you know, different businesses, you know, taking part and showing their support, but then you're also looking that it's people outside of our own community that there's so many more people that advocate for us and are allies for us that we don't see on a daily basis. And it's that excuse to all come together mm. and to show love and to show support and know that 
you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, love is always going to trump hate. Always. Always. And when you see, you know, and experience that Pride Month, like, I mean, I am the first one to admit the second that it turns to July, I'm the saddest person in the world. <laughs> but to me, Pride is year-round. You for know sure. what I mean? But for what, there's that one designated month that it's just open and free and you see the rainbow flags and you see the trans flags and you see, you know, all of the support. And I think that it's just, it's a really beautiful thing to witness that people that you didn't know would not necessarily understand you, but support you for simply existing is the power behind it. Okay. So what's on the schedule for your Portland Pride? Any big performances, anything uh, lined up? Um, so, as of now, because we all know, Pride Month always changes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are things that are added very, very last minute, but right now, um, I will be at Bit House Saloon, or I'm sorry, just changed uh, names to the Swan Dive, uh, for Diva Drag Brunch on Saturday the 18th and Sunday the 19th. And then I will be at the main stage uh, with Isaiah, Johnny... I believe the House of Ada. Um, I feel like there's somebody else that I'm missing, but I'll be there in the afternoon on the 18th. Um, and that's all I have for now. Thanks to my guest this week, Jayla Rose Sullivan. And thank you for joining us. I hope you'll join us again next week. Until then, bye.